Welcome to Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie, the uncensored version, where we bear it all. We do. <laughs> Right, all right then. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready, kids? I am. Aye, aye, Captain. Well, welcome back, darlings, to Sharing My Truth Pod. I'm Susie, and I'm Mel. And follow us for more at Sharing My Truth Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. And hello, babes. How are you? I'm very well. Very, very well. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Yeah. It's I'm getting fabulous. a little warmer outside. Oh my gosh, that helps. It does. I cannot tell you how much that helps. I me. know. To me, to be honest, when it's sunny mm-hmm. and I see the blue sky, which as an English person, we don't see the blue sky right. very often. So I it really helps psychologically. And the snow is not on the ground. That's mm-hmm. the thing that just pisses me off. It makes you feel sexy. The you blue know? sky or the snow? The, no, like the warmth. It's like, finally, I can wear a miniskirt soon. It's like, thank fucking God. My miniskirt days have I don't believe that. I would love to see you in a miniskirt. Mm, Absolutely. Mm, Absolutely. But it's just not wearing that big coat like Mm -hmm. you're in your duvet. Fuck, I know. I just want to get all these layers off. Yeah, I wore like a... Like a blazer just outside, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, this feels good. It's exciting. This feels good, it's you exciting. know." But Canadians do have this false sense of it happens every year, and I note this as somebody who, you know, didn't grow up here. Every year, you guys sort of say, "Right, it's March, it's spring, it mm-hmm. should be." But it, every year, it's every still year cold. We think. You still have snow. You still have flowers. Yeah. April's still shit. It's not spring. We always think that it's going to be summer in March, and it never, never is. Exactly. It's a Delusional, but that's okay. <laughs> well, Mel, what do you think about people watching? Well, I I think as a society, we do a lot of it. We're I a little, love it. In in what context? In like like you're in a sort of cafe, or you have this sort of view, you're in a cafe yes. in Paris, and you're watching people walk by, and you're having your glass of wine, or your Absolutely. coffee, or something sort of exciting like that. Yes, like, like I think it comes from all... Also, like, um, from being, having past experiences, obviously, like, working in the hospitality industry. Right. Where all you're doing is kind of, like, watching your guests and, like, doing whatever you right. need to do for them. Right. Um, It just kind of turns you into this people watcher. And, you know, you're seeing all the first dates. Mm-hmm. You're seeing, you know, men who've come with, like, different women all week yes. and then they come for, with their wife yes. on Sundays. You, you know, know, like. You know that's Of not course. And wife. you can't say yeah. anything, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, But <laughs> you want a good tip. Yeah. But, um, you know, like, there's just, there's so many things. And I think we'd be just be, as you're saying, we've become a society of people watchers. Oh, yeah. I think we're obsessed with it. I mean, at the end of the day, social media is a form of voyeurism, yes. isn't it? Yes. And, and you you find yourself, don't you find yourself? I think anybody of any generation that is on a social media platform, you're like flicking through all this crap. Yeah. And, you, and then you sit there for quite a long time and you're yes. like, what? The am fuck I am I watching? At? But you're peeping into somebody's life mm-hmm. and it's super creepy in a sense. Yeah, and that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the truth about voyeurism. Yeah. And how it is literally inflicting on our everyday life. Yes. Um, and we're drinking a little bit of vino. 
because it's a bit of a crazy little weird topic almost. It is. I think we need a glass of wine. Definitely. And cheers to you, love. Yeah, exactly. Cheers to you. Clink. Clink as we move away from the microphone. Love it. Priorities. But um, this is the thing. It's like because of social media, as you're saying, it's like – and honestly, like porn. Yeah. We're constantly watching people not only having sex, but just moving within their everyday lives. We're literally like what they call, you know, mm-hmm. social stalking people. Yeah. You know, people are making finstas, which is literally so what voyeuristic. The hell is a finsta? <laughs> oh, no. So a finsta is like, it's like a fake insta that you're oh, making. Right. And so you can, um, it's, people kind of use it either way. So like either your Instagram on social media is like completely curated to your brand. Yeah. And then you have a Finsta that's actually f- really you and you just have your friends on it. So that's right. one way of it. Or the other way to use it is like, obviously you have your regular Instagram that you're using and then you have a fake Instagram with like a fake picture of whatever and you're using it to literally social stalk people yeah. and like your ex-boyfriend and like yeah, your yeah. No, be- old boss that. and things like I that. I know it was called Finsta. A Finsta. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's like a little that. bit of a millennial Gen Z vocabulary for it, you, Mel. It is. <laughs> that's education that's so in funny. itself. So yeah, so like that's what, we're, that's what we're talking about. It's like literally voyeurism mm-hmm. is doing something compl- like – looking at someone mm-hmm. or something in a completely mostly sexual way yeah it's completely, you know and, completely and you get your jollies if you like it's a nice yeah, way a of little putting it about, exactly yeah that's the other way of putting it <laughs> out of the watching yeah which obviously is completely illegal mm-hmm. it in, is in that sense but i i it is just it is so strange how we just look at stuff on on the interweb mm-hmm. or on social media or like it's just so bizarre how we watch this stuff that you know for me especially 20 years ago 25 years ago you would not have had no. the faintest clue that you would a, had would have been able to do that and it's just peculiar yet it's so interesting yeah yet it's not interesting so most of the stuff you're watching on you know, TikTok, Insta, Facebook, I mean, who looks at Facebook anymore, but you know what I mean, whatever, is is really just a load of crap. Yeah. But we're all fascinated by it. But we're fascinated also, what's so peculiar, by watching people's stuff, yet they've curated this stuff. It's Mm. so strange. Yeah, like we don't, that's actually a good point. Like voyeurs um, and people who have voyeuristic tendencies in the way they literally want to see the real you yeah. and how you're really having yes. sex or like how you're undressing yes. or like all these other weird gross things yes. that people you know yeah. like peeping toms just want to see um i'm to, i'm sure there's i don't know what, what a female peeping tom would be i don't that's a good point <laughs> i don't know um yeah but anyways but um just but a yeah stalker. you're literally just a stalker <laughs> which know. which exists yeah. you know yeah. this is not just a male problem no but yeah, in the way of just like, it's extremely sexual mm-hmm. and you kind of just want to see the real way that even if it's like the grossest way you're having sex mm-hmm. and you just want to watch it, that's yeah. well, yeah, that's but I mean, they don't want to be involved. They don't. They just want to watch. But the disturbed thing, obviously, is the fact that the person they're watching does not, has not in any way given their consent. True. So that's where the true creepiness comes in yeah whereas if you think about anything we've been talking about like social media any of the other ways that you can see things you have the consent 
to watch that person because they're on. Not, I'm not saying it's sexual, whatever they're doing, whether they're eating a pickle or, yeah. you know, they're whatever they're doing, all the weird things that you see. You know, pickle. Yeah, but there yeah. are people eating pickles on my. I, I just have that thing of like, I remember when one of my daughters was really into watching ASMRs. Oh my God. And trying that's to get my head around. Why okay, the fuck is someone watching this? I. We are watching somebody eating a pickle and listening to the sound of the pickle. Like, what is going on in the world? Like, it is seriously fucked up if I'm listening to somebody eating a pickle in Pennsylvania oh or wherever God. it was. No, I agree. It's just wild. It's horrible. But that person has actually gone onto that platform, mm-hmm. recorded themselves eating the pickle, opening yeah. the jar, the whole thing. And that, so that's, even though you're looking into that, obviously they've given consent and therein it lie the huge difference. But yeah, and those people are also putting that thing, like if you don't want to be looked at on social media, you don't have to post on social media and no one's making you. 100%. Yeah. Um, but I, but we are in this society where we do have this weird desire to sort of sit behind something mm. sit behind the curtain sit behind the mm-hmm. computer and like watch stuff mm. even if you have the consent which obviously voyeurism is is in in its extreme form you don't have the consent but it is it is pretty creepy if yeah. you actually think about it it's so fucking creepy yeah. like and there's kind of like there is like this this element of sexiness when you're like um let's say you're like in a bar or something and you're mm. like, I think that guy's watching me and he's cute and you're attracted and you're, mm. it's like, it's not consensual. Like obviously you're not mm. speaking about it, but you're like, you're kind of like, there's an energy. Yeah. And that's just obviously completely different as like literally a man outside or a woman outside, obviously. Yeah. And they're watching a random person in a window going back, going, going about, about their, their business. day. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit, yeah, exactly what you're saying. If you're in a bar well, you're kind of, all there in a social context you're all there that's why you're there mm-hmm. you're not necessarily there obviously to meet somebody mm-hmm. but it's different than obviously somebody you know with a camera on the other end oh, of yeah. you know and, and there've been so many movies made about it as well <sighs> i mean it, yeah like that there's like a netflix show i mean this is more of like stalking and like fucked up mm. i don't know but uh the netflix show you which is like getting yes. like it's so much attention. I've I actually haven't watched that. I haven't actually either, but just because I literally get so freaked out by um, stalkers. Yeah. Because like I haven't had an actual stalker before, but there have been times that I'm like I've literally just been followed, and it's oh, absolutely terrifying. You've had a stalker? Yeah. Oh my god! Tell when me about I was, it. When I well, I suppose stalker maybe is a bit. Um, is there a classification of stalker? But when I was at university. This guy who I knew was watching me and my friend would call us and put the phone down and breathe and be really weird. And this is in the days, you know, this is way before social media, way before, like literally as a phone is all Mm -hmm. you had, phone and sending notes and stuff like that. And sort of, you know, breathing down the phone and doing all this stuff and picking the phone up and and putting the phone down and clearly was watching us and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, it, and I suppose in that we did we didn't do anything about it. We just kind of went okay. Well, right. what can you fucking do about it? Well, yeah, I don't. He's know. technically like that's I mean, what's so hard about this. Like he's he's technically not breaking the law. No, and I <laughs> well, yeah, and that's I so suppose. hard. I don't, I don't even know unless he's like literally physically assaulting you. I'm sorry, yeah. but like the police today and obviously like years ago mm-hmm. of when you were in university, like these you call the police. I'm not gonna do anything. What the fuck are they gonna do? They're gonna be like, well, nothing. What do you want us to do? I don't know. Nothing. Like. Yeah. 
That's what's so hard it, about it. Especially when you're younger and you're not, so you don't really have the wherewithal to deal with things and you're, and it, oh my God, it freaked us out. Yeah, of course it did. I lived with this other girl at university and it was just like, oh my God, who the hell is that? And it literally, it was so bizarre in those days because they had to call a landline and okay, it was much easier to find numbers for people, but they had to actually know where we were and call the line. And it so terrifying. was very, very weird. And then it just kind of petered out and, you know, that was that. But it's very, very common. I mean, at the end of the day, you have no idea. And it's actually one of the things my husband always says, I have two daughters, and he always says to us all, all the time, he's obsessed with it, close you know, close the blinds, close the windows. You mm. do not know who's out there. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of very strange individuals. I know. What's really bad is that, like, um, I never close my blinds. Yeah. Like, ever, ever, yeah. ever, ever close my blinds. Like, and obviously, like, we live in a loft apartment, like, mm -hmm. condo thing. And um, obviously, there's, like, condos right mm -hmm. across from mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And I'm always... <laughs> bad to say i'm always like just checking it out because mm -hmm. you can it's mm -hmm. like so available yeah you're always just like looking at people like oh yeah that you know they're watching tv over there mm -hmm. oh yeah they're yeah yeah the dog shitting on the balcony well, like yeah, exactly <laughs> it's, it's just, voyeuristic isn't it because you try to like on honestly like because people are i i meant like saw my neighbor just like outside on this balcony just like completely in the nude mm -hmm. like watering his plants yeah and i was like good for you dude yeah but yeah like uh like you know we'll have sex and blinds will be open like wow everything but i'm like eh, no one's gonna watch they might well there you go they they you don't know sorry to my neighbors mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i know sometimes it's it's funny i remember i was um you know on holiday somewhere and and uh, i was on this balcony and the balconies were very close together and I just, and I was just sunbathing and I, I was, it was very common in Europe, topless. I wasn't mm. fully nude even at topless, which is totally normal in Europe. Everyone in North America has a complete conniption about it, but it's, it's <laughs> nothing. And I sort of went to the sort of end of the balcony and just, you know, you're looking over at the view, isn't this lovely? And I looked over to my left and there's this very large um, Belgian man, completely naked. No. And I just went, whoo! <laughs> just ran away very quickly. I mean, he wasn't freaked out at all. No, of course I not. I mean, that's not voyeuristic at all. But I'm just saying we live in such close proximity to other people. Mm -hmm. And maybe we don't, like, respect each other's... Yeah. Well, we think somehow that because we live close to each other that... And know. we see everything anyways because social media, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, yeah. And there's also the thing of, like, when you're, like, a voyeur and even, like... I mean, like, I have these, like, sexy thoughts of, like, it's, like, the risk of being caught. Not that, like, like, voyeurs are, like, the risk. Voyeurs. It's, like, the risk of being caught. Like, they're watching, but let's they're say. they're into the watching. They're not into, yeah, what is it? Do you know what I mean, though? Like, they're, they're, they're like, they're watching, and then what if, like, I don't know. I feel like that is something like that. Like, it's, like, if I, you know, like, if you want to have sex in public or something like that, it's, like. It's, there's the risk of being caught. Not saying, I don't know. Is that voyeuristic? That's a very good question. Well, let me tell you. I'm going to tell you this is a fact. Oh, are we on to Mel's fact from, checks? From a, from a source. This is from Merck's Manuals. I'm not sure consumer version. I think this is pharmaceutical company or something. Anyway, I don't know, but I'm going to link it in the blog. But anyway, uh, voyeurism is a form of paraphilia. So most people with voyeuristic tendencies do not have voyeuristic disorder and voyeurism is the act of observing i.e peeping that is arousing right just the peeping 
Just is the arousing. Looking, the looking without the person's consent. It's not the sexual activity. So voyeurs do not seek sexual contact with the person being observed. They just want to look. And that's yeah. the problem because they're looking at somebody without that person's consent. Yeah. So, but yeah, you're talking about being caught. I don't, I don't, well, I suppose that is a sense of. Because here's the thing, like, I'm pretty sure it's voyeuristic to be a flasher. That's a good question. Right? Like, to, like, you know, there's all those fucking men on the subway (laughs) who want to take their goddamn dick out. I can't tell you how many times I've been flashed at. This is the thing. I've definitely been flashed a couple times in the TTC. Actually, and at a very young age, that's happened to me. It's horrible. It's horrible when you get flashed. It's literally disgusting. Like, it's so shocking and you can't do anything about it. It's very, it's very confusing. I know it happened to me when I was very young and... Twice. Wow. Like very young as in like uh, 12 or? No, once when I was eight. Wow. Uh, and another time I was in a public pool and I was with a friend and I was probably about 10. Wow. And coming out of the changing room and this man was just getting it out. And then finally somebody saw him and got rid of him. In the and woman's changing room? No, like it was just the changing room. You sort of came out into this area mm-hmm. that just wasn't very visible to mm. the rest it, what the pool wasn't exactly close by mm. but he was just like standing lurking waiting no for particularly because at that time of day young girls no, to come out it horrible. was absolutely foul and the other time was was not a nice experience but but it's funny well it's not funny funny is the wrong word but when it happens at a young age mm-hmm. it goes into this weird recesses of your mind and Mm -hmm. you don't think anything of it because you're too young to process it Mm -hmm. and many years later you're like oh my god that happened yeah because it once happened to me when i was with a friend and her brother was older so we were about eight and her brother was probably a good 10 or more years older than us Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden he just flashed and he actually had some um issues with his um kind of mental capacity so yeah. it was but it but it it's strange how it happened and then i didn't think about it for years and years and years and then i was like and then it's weird it comes back to you mm. but all all those things is that voyeuristic i mean i don't know is it the same kind of paraphilia i mean it's it's a serious disorder i mean it's, i think it's like it's the voyeuristic tendencies obviously not all voyeurs are the same right absolutely and not. it's just like it's yeah. the way that we are and it's like it's not the way that we are but it's a way that some people can become because of these things like porn 100%. and like social and, media and stuff like cam girls and all that sort of stuff 100 percent. you can sit behind a screen mm-hmm. or and see pretty much anything you want yeah. anything money than can buy mm-hmm. you can go online and you can see 100%. i mean i have to say in sort of defense of that that the generally it's women mm-hmm. sometimes couples but the people on the other side or only fans or any of these kind of things they are protected by the fact they're doing this completely consensually. 100%. I'm like, I am I not no fucking shitting on cam girls. Absolutely like, not. Power to I them. Have, I, I 100% agree. And they are protected. Mm-hmm. And that in many senses is an amazing thing about the modern world mm-hmm. is that they can provide that service and they are protected. Mm-hmm. In the old days, no. they were not protected mm-hmm. at all from all the menagerie of weirdos out there. Ugh. 
And that is the thing is that this is, there are people that are, you know, seriously, seriously disturbed psychologically, you know, the way you and I think about normal, sexual, social, whatever interactions. I mean, normal is a, you know, what do we mean? And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, that's a broad term. But the way we think about it, the way we think about meeting people, and you think that if you need to meet people or see people by being hidden, yeah, what the layers of stuff that means. Yeah. But that added to that, we live in a world where it's completely geared towards you being able to do all this stuff yeah. and not be seen or nobody knows. Yeah. And 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 it has us a, a side where it's, you know, we're talking about OnlyFans and cam girls and stuff like that which is fun but then it has a really really dark side yeah of course like anything though like anything yeah you're absolutely right you know that's the thing about human beings and i think that the modern world like people i hear a lot of uh funny talk about generational things like boomers or older even older i know people are even older who say things like oh my god social media and the interweb does all these terrible things and you're like no 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 no. you don't understand yeah these are human beings Mm -hmm. they're gonna be like this anyway this is just a new thing a new way to do stuff 100 and by cutting this out is not gonna stop anything it's like porn it's like oh porn has has always been there since the beginning and you can't just you think because oh my god you like i don't know sign a petition that Pornhub should be off the internet like are you fucked? Like, you almost said into I almost, it. I literally almost said into it, but I hate you for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's ridiculous. It's just like porn is always going to be there, of and course. it's and it's it's not like everyone's going to have a porn addiction because of this. No, I porn know. addiction happens because this person has an addictive personality, and they 100%. may not have a better social life. Like 100%. it's just upsetting, 100%. but it's not porn's fault. No, and it's the same with everything. Yeah. No, you just have to like things in moderation. Absolutely. Right? Sugar, booze, porn. That's right. Yeah. The three gifts of life. Alcohol. Did I say alcohol? I don't know what I said. <laughs> I think you did. Wine, so who knows what I've said? That's great. I love yeah. that. Well, I mean, you know, we're all voyeurs in our own way. I actually truly believe that. It's just because of social oh, yeah. media. And because literally people watching is become such a people love to people watch. People love to people watch. Yeah, but you think And not about, in a sexual way, but just love. Absolutely, 100%. But you think about reality TV. Oh, my God, or yes. Like weird shows that I have to say I've never personally really got into. Like, I don't know if you've ever watched Love Island, which is a huge Ugh, thing. Jeff loves it. I cannot stand and it. And it's a huge thing. And I've never got into it. But my daughters, one of my daughters is really into it. She's always talking about it. And then stuff like um, reality TV. Mm-hmm. You know, like any kind of reality TV when, you know, like it used to, it started with Big Brother. I don't know what it was mm-hmm. called here. Like when you're in the house. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Big Brother here. Um, which is depressingly um, a British invention. Which of course. I, I really am very sorry to the world for that. But that is voyeuristic that you want to see these people in this house, how they're going to get along. Oh, are they going to have sex? Are they going to fight? Are they going to, you know, be friends? Are yeah, and you want to see it them? all. And, there's, and you want to see it. There's literally cameras everywhere. And it's just, it's and weird. It's, it's so weird. weird. It's super weird. Yeah. And I remember when I first, I think the first Big Brother, God, when was that in the UK? Um, God, 105 years ago. It, that was kind of interesting. And then after that, you're like, oh, my God, this is so boring. Like, what are we watching? Yes. But people were obsessed, and they still are. I mean, you think about it, there's a reality TV for 
what people have in their storage lockups. There's reality TV, like the Survivor yes. thing. Oh my God. Like there's reality TV for like everything. And then there was the whole sort of, um, you know, like apprentice stuff with Trump and mm -hmm. all that sort of crap. But it's all about watching people do something. Yeah. And, it, and it's fail. People love yeah, to watch yeah. people fail. Yeah, because it makes them feel better. Of course. Yeah. If, if it makes you feel better about your life. Yeah. If your life's a bit shitter than mine. A hundred percent. And may maybe that's the thing about social media is that you watch all this stuff mm -hmm. and you go, well, I'm not that shit. My life's not that shit. I'm really good. That is honestly like, Which it's is so funny. Depressing. It is. It is literally like the amount of reality TV shows there are out there now because mm. they keep making them. Well, it's cheap. It's cheap TV. Yeah, I guess. And easy. Well, these people get paid. Yes, but it's not talent. They don't have to pay That's serious so talent. You know, so it's cheap, cheap and cheerful. It's cheap, and then they don't. Out, yeah. people are going to watch it, and yeah. you know, like Love Island or whatever. They don't have to. They're not. They become famous afterwards, but they're not generally when they go in. No, and that really is what we call in England a knocking shop. I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Well, when they're sort of, they're just shagging. You know, a knock just, and shop. Knocking. Knocking. Yeah. Shop. That's probably not very polite. Yeah, it's basically when they're all having sex. I mean, no, that's but that's what, what I'm saying. Is. Everyone's waiting or waiting yeah. the anticipation. And I honestly have not seen that much. But the, but like in the UK, you cannot like watch TV for somebody not talking about Love Island. So that's it's not crazy. like Love Island itself. Then people are talking about watching Love Island. And it's just... It's weird. It like, is really weird. Very, like very strange. And then you know all these like Real Housewives. Yes. All that, that and is nuts just the too. franchises yeah. of them, and it's just like on like all of Bravo TV. It, exactly. And it's and it's very. And it's weird. getting ridiculous. And it, it's getting ridiculous. And I remember like the early days of that. And you watched it, and you're like, and it's super voyeuristic. But you know, in your head, this is all edited. Yeah. So it's like this weird, like, hang on, I think I'm seeing their life. I'm not really seeing their. You life. know what? I don't actually think people. I don't think a lot of people actually think like think is it's it, edited. Is, is it me who just thinks that? No, I mean obviously it is edited, and mm. like the producers do yeah. things and say things and make other people like the mm. cast do things. Yeah. Like it's obviously very edited yeah. in that way, yeah. and, scr and scripted in a way of it's not scripted, but yeah. it's like yeah. the producers do things to make things happen. Yeah, you know. But a lot of people just don't believe it that way yeah you know like they're just like oh my god this is so real and like this is how they live and like this is what they're doing and it's you know and it's terrifying because it doesn't have like i the only um real housewives one that i watched is the one is it beverly hills like and they're just completely ridiculous these yeah women. like and they sort of go they well they don't really go they don't do normal things they don't go to the supermarket but they go anywhere and mm -hmm. they look like they're getting dressed up to go to, I mean, it's insane. And then the fights and they, you know, the jewels and, the, and then the cars and the sort of one, one woman is actually English. I think she's the funniest person, obviously. And she has this little sort of little doggy like. Um, oh, yeah, I like her. She's the only Lisa one that Vanderpump. everyone likes. Yeah. Yeah. She's hilarious. Because I think she has actually worked. There's the rest of them are sort of, but it's the cat, the bitchiness yeah. is on another level. But. And the the um, the amount of crazy you have to be to just be cast in that oh show gosh, yeah. and to just live that life yeah. to have Bizarre. literally like I can't imagine like just um like obviously I'm an actor and I like to do things yeah. on my own like on yeah. that time when I'm hired for it 
But to have that all yeah. the time, I, I don't know, know how I'm, long they're doing the it. The pressure. Yeah. The pressure of that six months or whatever it is out of the year. It must be awful. That you're just constantly yeah. on like a camera's in front but, of you. And, and the thing I would personally, if I did it, you know, like we're doing this podcast, it's like you personally are in it, but I'm my whole family is in it. I'm not consenting for yeah. my children and everyone I know to be on it. And I think that's the hard side of it. Yeah. But anyway. We got quite a little off topic there. We have a bit. I'd honestly, I think I'd be really good at reality TV. Like on Love Island. I, I think, think I'd kill I, it. I, I, I seriously think you'd kill it. <laughs> you really would. It. I think I'd kill it. And then you'd love, love Island. If you want to have me, I'll I'll go. And you'd love, and there's lots of Scottish guys on it, I think. And and you'd you know love, I love a Scot. You'd love the, the 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 talking and the what they're saying. You'd be like, what are you saying? You wouldn't. So it'd be quite nice. You wouldn't understand about 95% of what was going on. Probably, I would love that. It's probably key. I was like, you can talk to me. I won't fucking know what yeah. the fuck you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Love Island, um, reach out. Hit, yeah. me, on, hit me up on the DMs. Love Island, we've got somebody for you here. So just go to our homepage. But I'm not British. They have American ones. I don't think you can well, do it as a Canadian. Need to be, why? I don't think you can do it as a Canadian or something. Well, that's not right, is Right. It? You tell them. Okay, I'm going to contact them. Thank you so yeah. much. I'll call my agent. <laughs> yeah, because I can't see them having Canada, Love Island. Canada. No, where would we go? Muskoka? Mm. Ew. Yeah, that wouldn't work. I don't really. Yeah, anyway. Anyways. Uh, enough about Love Island. Back onto Voyeurs. So we're back onto Voyeurs. So what have we concluded, Susie? Well, porn is good. Porn is good, is it? Paraphilia is bad. Yeah, that's that's not good. I think it's all just like a give and take. You know, like there's the fact where it's like it is sexy of like a risk of getting caught. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, maybe I'll give some roadhead and maybe the guy in the truck next door will some see it. roadhead. Yeah, like there's just like weird things like that that I'm like, this is kind of hot because we could get caught. But it's not like I'm doing it for someone else that is the thing of the week some roadhead oh my god that is <gasps> i'm just being truthful yeah and you should and you should well sharing your truth i love it but roadhead that is that's no have you never given roadhead uh come maybe, on be honest maybe but i have definitely not called it roadhead. <laughs> what do you call it i don't think i've gone given a blowy I haven't gone as far as to give it a description. Well, we call it roadhead. Okay. Um, now, now I know. Now, now you I'm, know. I'm up with the verbiage. It's excellent. I mean, there's just things that like, I think we all do and we all kind of think about this. We wouldn't do it if we didn't think we would get caught. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Look, I think in it doesn't matter what it is in life. It doesn't matter. We're talking about voyeurism, but it doesn't matter whether it's this. It doesn't matter whether it's alcohol. It doesn't matter whether it's any anything in your life. If you do it to an obsessive level, mm -hmm. there is a problem. Yeah. And obviously voyeurism is about consent and that's, you know, particularly a, a huge topic mm -hmm. in, uh, you know, the, the modern world, if you like, for women, that men finally are kind of understanding that somewhat, but that understanding that you do not have somebody's, con if somebody says no, mm -hmm. it's no. Yeah. And you cannot look at them talk to them, touch them, whatever the hell it is without yeah. their consent. And that is absolutely crucial. But I think that it's like anything, like I just said, like anything in life, anything that's obsessive, anything that crosses that line of not having consent, somebody's, uh, somebody's, um, well, I keep saying consent, but yeah, consent, then 
It's a problem. You've crossed a line. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not very complicated. But even like it? you're like, you know, this obsession with social media and like needing to know what everyone's doing at all times. Yeah. It's like, why are we so addicted to it? I don't know. I mean, I I find the thing, I'm not on Snapchat because I'm way too old. I'm even too old for Snapchat. And so like, that's it's a just super a lot. Gen Z thing. Yeah. And I find that, and I, you know, I've never used it, but obviously I see it from my kids. And it's like, I find that super strange that they they look at this sort of map and they can see where everyone is at right. any one time. I would hate that. Right. But that is kind of voyeuristic. And they look at it and they're like, oh, so-and-so. Or, you know, recently we were away on a family vacation and uh, my daughter's like, oh, you know, so-and-so's here and so-and-so's down the road. And we were in a completely different country and I was just like, why are you fucking looking at this? That is very weird. But they're obsessed with it. Yeah. And so they can never disconnect. It is just a... Um, and somebody can please tell me if I've got that wrong, but I do feel it's a generational thing. I love it if nobody knows where I am. That's, I love it too. I, I don't want anybody to know where I am. Oh my God, this which is so good. Social media, people do know where you are, but they actually want to know. They want people to know where they are mm-hmm. and they want to know where other people. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, but and but that is the social media platforms have done that. Mm-hmm. They've made them seek that desire that in a in, in a in a in a totally sort of everyday level it's very strange mm-hmm. it's very weird yeah i mean it's not for everyone obviously gen z is growing up with it so they it's are, much harder to yeah disconnect it, it's part of, i don't think they can disconnect no they're never going to and even us like me now i'm like it's gonna be it's like unless i can afford to disconnect you know what i mean mm-hmm. how can I think you it's almost impossible everything in your life is we're all voyeurs, digital. baby. Yeah. We're all we? a little bit voyeurs. Mm. You, are you kidding me? You're a TikTok queen. I do love a You bit of TikTok. love TikTok. As we know. You that love I, a TikTok. I call it TikTok. You love TikTok. You I love do. watching I am, people I am and hearing them. With, I love TikTok. I love and And that's fine. And I don't know why I like TikTok. Because you're a voyeur. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Hmm. God, that's just a couple tendencies here and there, just a sprinkle. I think I, I'm going to backtrack. I think saying I love TikTok is a little strong. Well, you don't have to lie to our audience. But I am a scroller. Scroller? Yeah, you're a scroller like everyone else. Yeah. Which is, you know. I know strange. you're too posh to push, but you're still a scroller in, in heart. Very good. You remember that. I love it. Yeah. I was too posh to push. I wasn't actually. I just didn't push. But anyway, that's another subject. Go back to our older podcasts and you'll find <laughs> They're out pregnancy I mean. God, yes. exactly. Um Yeah. Well, anyways, love. This has been fabulous. It has. And did we learn about voyeurism? I think we did a bit. Mm-hmm. I think we've understood something on some level. Absolutely, we did. And I hope other people have understood a little bit. I think everyone in my thinking about yeah, it. And my idea, it's like, you know, if if something that doesn't hurt someone else gets you off, doesn't hurt you, doesn't hurt yourself, it gets you off. And is legal. And it's key. Would hopefully be legal, but legal is Legality has changed in every country. Legal schmeagle. Legal schmeagle. Like, it's fucking illegal to be gay places. Fuck that That's shit. True. Do you know what I mean? Fuck the legals. Yeah. I know your husband's a lawyer. Yeah. But, like, I'm not saying, you know. Anyways. Intense. Mm. But you know what I mean. I do. It's just like, you know, if it's not hurting anyone else and everything's consensual, then, yeah. Consent is a, is a key. Consent is key. Yeah. That's it. That's it, baby. That's what we learned today. Consent is key yeah (laughs) anything to add we good no i have nothing to add excellent we've done it all 
Uh, I've done it all. I'm saying goodbye until the next time, Susie. Until the next time. And uh, And we love you. We love you. And yeah. Talk to us about voyeurism, guys. Let us know what you guys think. We want to hear. We want you to send us stories, share, keep doing it. If you're a voyeur and you want to chat with us, I'd like to know. Would you? I like to know all the stories. She loves stories. I love a good story. Susie loves a story. And the more outrageous, the better. Oh, fuck yeah. So, yeah, she's the person to share with. Thanks, guys. Can't wait to hear from you. Bye. You dirty dogs. (laughs) Speak next time. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast and follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod. And leave us a voicemail on our website, sharingmytruth.com, to share your stories and experiences with us. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.